Welcome to another lesson with uh, the class holes, myself and Mr. Preston. Uh, this is episode lesson 12. And That's right. today we're going to focus on one topic and one topic only. Probably the most impo important topic we've touched on yet. It's a I timely, reckon. it's a timely yeah. uh, topic, Lucy Murray. So, six form holidays. Do you go on a six form holiday? I did go on a sick form holiday and I think that by the end of this podcast, everyone will want to have been on a sick form holiday because <laughs> like learning how to walk and talk, they are a rite of passage that every, everyone straddling those strange hemispheres of child and adult should go on. They're a baptism of, of sorts. Of fire. Um, and Often. Well, should, we just, <laughs> should we just carry on? I think we should just get on with it. Go on then. Okay, so this is the one topic I've been wanting to talk about for the last three months, and you have made me wait three whole months to talk about it. Six whole holidays. Because I feel like we needed to wait for a certain ambience, a certain blue sky, a certain release from lockdown, Lucy Murray. Well, this is pretty much my only funny story Perfect. that I have. So, yeah. so today is the finale of Class Holes. <laughs> We're about to go out with a big bang. Exactly. Um, but yeah, six form holidays, like you just said, they are pretty much the first holidays you go on by yourself, usually. Definitely. Um, when you think that you are becoming an adult. Well, they're, they're kind of glorified school trips, but without yeah. the caveat of teachers being there. Yeah, it's just exactly. it's the first taste of absolute carnage, I think, that you've ever, ever experienced. So... Was your sixth form holiday the place where you went and burnt your foot off? That's exactly it. If you remember a few podcasts ago where I talk about going to the doctors for the first time, that was a direct uh, result of me being on a sixth form holiday. So post exams, I went to a place called Gumbet in, uh, in Turkey. Lovely. Nice. Well, we, uh, pretty much all of my sixth form year, went to Malia. Yeah, well, that's pretty much where my sick form went. But my friends and I were like, we're slightly more exclusive. And I remember that when we when we were deciding, right, you know, sick form holiday. I don't know how much money you spent. You it, it wasn't actually that much. It was only I was like going to say it's usually about a hundred pound, a hundred pounds for a month, and it's like all inclusive. <laughs> uh, we, we me and my friends were the kind of bourgeoisie, and I can remember we sat there and we were discussing we're like we we don't want to go to Malia, do we? <laughs> we? We don't want to go to Malia, so we uh, we put on our long list uh, a backpacking trip to Australia. Imagine this <laughs> post exams backpacking trip to Australia. A five-star resort in New York City. Wow. Um, we looked a little bit at the Bahamas before we decided to go on a 150-pound trip to <laughs> in Turkey. <laughs> Realising that our finances... Uh, I mean, obviously, you were slightly more cash-looking. You must have been... Exactly, yeah. Crazy. I was rolling. I could have got the five-star resort in, yeah. you know, 
it probably in the Bahamas actually. Um, but, but instead I chose to go with the rest of my friends to, I think it was about 250 quid uh, for a all inclusive with flights uh, to Malia for two weeks. Imagine that though, 250 quid. What was it a couple of weeks, did you say? Two weeks, yeah. Two weeks and flights and it was all inclusive. Yeah. Oh, that, that, I just can't even alcohol begin to fathom well. that. Yeah, of course, so absolutely. It was, absolutely. I imagine it was alcohol. You existed yeah, almost so, I mean, there wasn't, you didn't have any named brands, as it were. Um, <laughs> no. <but> vodka. <laughs> Would you like a pint of vodka? <laughs> and one. Um, <laughs> and one. Vodka and one. Lovely. Yeah. Um, but the thing, so it was 2009 when I went on my sixth form holiday. Mm. And... Um, some people might remember that that was the last time we had a possible pandemic. It was. I think that that must have been the outbreak of swine flu, if I remember correctly. It was swine flu. So, um, you know, when you go down, I don't know, have you been since to one of these places? I hope like never to go, one. if I'm being <laughs> okay. honest with you. So uh, you can... <laughs> I, 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 I Googled it, because Malia, I don't know if the kids are still going to Malia. I know that famously the Inbetweeners movie was set there because it seemed like everyone did their sick form holiday in either yeah. Malia or Zante. And I remember when the whole discussion was going on at my school, I went to an all-boys school that had an all-girls school up the road. But the boys and the girls didn't think to decide between them where they should go. So the particular year, 2008, it was that Malia was full of the boys and in this oh. island uh, down the road. It was just like, the, the, it was an all-girls island down the road. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I've never been. I know roughly what they're like. There's like the long strip, isn't there? And, yeah, so there's a long strip and you walk down there and there are a whole load of people and they're saying five euros for, you know, a fishbowl, two shots, and the shots are essentially water. But you don't think that when you're 18, you're like, oh, great shots. You think I'm um, quite, I've turned into quite the adult here. Yeah, exactly. Haggling, haggling then, with bar staff. <laughs> and then like, you know, a long drink or whatever. So you walk in, you get this five euro thing. Now, what, what long drinks were there? Was, was there one? I don't know. Was there vodka? I can't remember exactly. It was not wine, no. No, it's, no, I said, oh, was it warm? <laughs> oh, was it wine? I was like, was it wine? I was like, they didn't I'll have a dry salt. white wine, please. <laughs> exactly. You know what? I don't fancy this, though. I'd rather have a Pinot Grigio. Do you um, have a Merlot? Actually, as soon as I'm in Mali, are on my holidays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, no, you didn't get wine. You might have got warm. Um, It was definitely watered down, whatever it was. And yeah. then, um, I didn't realise until after um, my, so basically there were six of us in two rooms and in very quick succession, two of the girls got really ill. Was it, so hang about, so you got to Malia, yeah? Yeah, and then like a a week went by, lovely time. Imagine a week going by and you still have got a week left on 250 liquor. (laughs) That's crazy. Were you where were you living? Was it like a kind of was it like a cell block or was it what was the hotel like? Right, actually, it was kind of like I mean, it was it was every every European hotel, you know, low budget. The beds, yeah, the beds you could bounce a coin off, um, and the sheets were like there was you know. Could you frisbee the sheets? Were they like that? (laughs) Obviously, yeah, Um, and it was like tiled everywhere. Perfect. The bed. Yeah. Bed was tiled. <laughs> the bed was not tiled, but the, the, all the flooring was tiled. Clearly, because they were like, we've had enough people throw up. We're not doing carpets. We've been. You have before. a dry wipe room. 
exactly pretty much the whole place um so yeah we were we had an adjoining rooms um six of us in two rooms and two of the girls fell ill um and we took their one of them to the like the medical center and this is the first time i learned about medical insurance and we didn't know what excess meant so <laughs> we got there give her everything everything you've got <laughs> exactly we got there and then um one of the girls had like a 500 pounds excess or whatever um and we took it in turns to stay there and go back and everything um with her and then she ended up getting taken to hospital um and then there was uh, the other girl who got ill shortly after went to the medical center as well and all I noticed that all they were doing for them in the medical center was putting them on saline solutions. So I was like, well, you know, there's nothing really that they're doing there and, and we're paying however much for the privilege. Did, did the medical practitioners all have gold teeth? Did you, did you notice that at <laughs> no, all? No, they didn't oh, really? see any. That's surprising. Um, <laughs> and then I ended up getting ill the day after. So what symptoms were they showing then? So it's essentially just, it was a flu, really. Um, so it, it wasn't was, a swine flu, was it? It was a swine flu. Um, like it, it just felt like a normal flu, basically. Right. Um, and I'm, so I got ill. The, and actually, so one of my second friend who got ill, uh, she had such a high temperature that she was hallucinating all kinds of things. It was, yeah, like really high. So it, she definitely needed to be, you know, under supervision um and then i got ill the next day but i wasn't as bad but still it was like i don't know if you've ever been so ill that you know people go i was so ill i couldn't get out of bed mm. it was genuinely like it was really tortuous to move and you were in malia and i was in malia so um, were, were then, you in with the two, were, you said it was six divided by two. Were you in with the ill ones then? Were you the third girl? Uh, no, I had one of the ill ones was in my room. Right. But then okay, she so went to hospital. Perfect. Um, and then, so I, the next day got ill and noticed that really all they'd done for my friends is give them a saline solution. So I was like, well, I know what saline solution is. It's just water and salt. So what I need to do is I need to go to the shop and I need to buy myself water and a big packet of salty crisps. And that's all I need to do and I'll be fine. So did you pass your medical exams in the end? Did, did... <laughs> I did. I spoke to my mum afterwards and she said my logic was sound. But anyway, um, and then I, so I was that ill that I, moving was so difficult. So the shop was literally across the road okay um like 50 meters maybe i had to walk it took me more than half an hour to get there what were you doing crawling there i was i taking a step and then pausing and like i could not move um so <laughs> i got all the way there i got this big two liter bottle and like what is heavy <laughs> <laughs> and this massive bottle of water and this massive packet of crisps thank god and you I had got, two weeks and i got all the way back 
and I put them down and because I'd probably been gone an hour and a half by this point I really needed to go to the toilet so I put them down in the room and then I went to the toilet and then by the time I came back from the toilet my friend she did. who was who was not ill had her hands like eating half the packet of crisps and drinking my water I'd have coughed in her face if I was you, honestly. And I was just like so tired. I like I think I cried a little bit. <laughs> I went and called my mum and said I wanted to go home. And did you go home? I did, and it was very bad. And you should never do it. But I did go home. So you got on their travel. Yeah. And you were but full of swine flu. In fairness, as well, the I think the whole place was full of swine flu. Did um, your mates I, come home? Uh, no, both of them stayed. <laughs> <laughs> Eating crisps. They had medical attention. Um, no, uh, when I went to the airport, there was like coughs. It, it was the most horrible thing. So I, I wrapped my face with a scarf. With a crisp bucket. I wish I had a crisp bucket. Um, <laughs> and then, so yeah, I, like I wrapped my face with a scarf and I was, remember I was like, sleeping and waking and sleeping and waking while sat down in this chair um, and every time I woke I just heard like the echoes of coughs around me oh so horrible and I was just like well did you get a single night out then did you go you went on one yeah, night out a, and it was a week so I, I, I had, oh, a so you still had a week I think I, I think I came home on like the ninth day or something but at that point I had like pretty dodgy asthma so um i once i came home i was quarantined for a week again and um i ended up developing a chest infection and stuff so it was quite funny actually when i came back because um my mum was so paranoid about anyone else getting it that i was so my dad drove me back from heathrow but i had to sit in the back seat and he put all the windows down uh, the whole way Brilliant. back from heathrow to cardiff and then and I had my um, scarf around my face. And then once I got into the house, I wasn't allowed to touch any doors. All the doors had been opened for me into my room. And then the door was shut behind me. You must uh, have looked like that bit in E.T., you know, where the family are like putting them with the hazmat suits yeah. on. And they're just dragging <laughs> you in. And then, yeah, like I, when I got food, it's like the, the door would be knocked and food would arrive outside my Flung door. Flung at you. With a, a temperature, you know, a thermometer. And I'd have to like take my temperature, write it down on a piece of paper, eat my food and pass it back through the door and wow. then like call, my food's ready. But I would just like to say that when my friend who selfishly ate my crisps and drank my water found out that I was starting a podcast and that I would eventually tell that story, um, she has since bought me the biggest box of crisps that I think Amazon sell. What, like 11 <laughs> years down the road? Yeah. So hang about if she sent you them, presumably they're half mine. So you've yeah, done, yeah. you've done, you've taken a leaf out of her book and you've nicked half my crisps. In this time of coronavirus, sorry. Did she sort your water out as well? She didn't send me any water. But bad I, friend. I she remains a bad friend. <laughs> I do not want any water. Listen, if you're any sort of friend, 
<laughs> if you're any sort of friend, you'll be sorting her out with some. What kind of water would you would you be going for? No, Surely you've got to go for some decent stuff nowadays. I don't. I don't want any water. I'm okay. Uh, if you don't, I'll, you know, send an email and I'll sort you out my address because I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna look a gift horse in the mouth there. I love that. Like, I love the fact that everyone I know who's ever gone on one of these sick form holidays, and they are such a rite of passage. Like, I would say they're always such an important thing. I really do feel for the poor kids this year that are graduating secondary school without that opportunity to go and do that. Hopefully, they'll have the opportunity, you know, in a year's time or something. Perhaps they can reset next summer because you have to go through it. They're, you're always yeah. staying in the worst place. I remember the place we were staying in. I think part of it hadn't finished uh, being built yet. The our passports were immediately confiscated at reception, which was was slightly yeah. bizarre. Yeah, and we walked in. We went round the pool, walked into our room, and uh, there was a fight because there was four of us, but only three beds. <laughs> <gasps> so instead of like normal people going back and being there, like oh, hang about, there's not enough. We all just immediately dove for a bed, right. and. But obviously one person was left out and had to go down to reception to be there like, oh, we paid for this. And they came with this awful like camp bed oh, kind of thing. Oh, no. Uh, and then I remember we were like, oh, we should, you know, we should go out. We'll go and do a little bit of exploring. Went out, had a little look at the pool. And a man, it was an Irish man, turned around and he said, oh, uh, accent. Like, oh, yeah. He was like, where are you from? Like, we just say London. We come from Kent, but you just say London to everyone because otherwise, you know. Yeah. And he went, oh, have you been to this? mash shop <laughs> looking at him like what? what it was like there's this great mash shop in london and he's going mince and mash one pound one pound for mince he's and mash coming up with one mash shop in the whole of london in the whole of london. from london <laughs> exactly and he's going mince and mash he was like you can get mince and mash there for one pound and so we were looking at each other like well we can no longer go to the pool in the hotel anymore because he was like the he was like the guardian of the pool so the mince and mash man was the guardian of the pool um yeah we went to europe's largest open air nightclub lovely right? halicarnis in bodrum which was the kind of city nearby uh turned up about four and a half hours before anyone else did um turned up we <laughs> we went we went to the, did you turn up? like seven uh, about early. quarter past six <laughs> do you do early dinners so do any early bird deals we, we we bought our tickets like a week in advance and uh the, so uh, my friend is turkish cypriot right yeah. so he could speak the language so we all put our glad rags on because we were going to a phone party buttoned the top I wore a, uh, I was wearing like a white t-shirt that had like a V, right? Oh, wow. You know the time. Yeah. And uh, it didn't stop there though, Lucy Murray. Put a little Hawaiian shirt over the top of that. I looked like, <laughs> wow. I looked like quite the gent about town. <laughs> Did um, you button the Hawaiian shirt all the way to the top I, though? I com- completely open, Lucy Murray. Oh, Okay. You were like, I'm an easy breezy kind of guy, just on my pair holidays. Of, <laughs> pair of uh, chino shorts, I think, with that as well, just to get a little bit of taste on the... And loafers? <laughs> I think I was wearing a, a nice pair of loafers as well, a couple of slip-ons. Yeah, uh, I think to that, a phone so, party. <laughs> to a phone party in Europe's largest open-air nightclub. So yeah. the evening began with us going for a kebab, if I remember correctly. 
uh, one of the one of the people we went with, who I haven't spoken to pretty much since this holiday, if I'm going to be brutally honest, uh, he um, he brought enough budget, I think, for about a day and a half of the holiday. So he'd run out of money a long time before um, the Halakarnas night. And uh, so my friend, the Turkish Cypriot guy, Ersin, he went to this like restaurateur, spoke to him in the lingo and all this kind of stuff, did a bit of a deal. And I remember that he spoke to this particular restaurateur who said, look, if you come and sit in the front of our shop to kind of entice people in, like, you know, like when you look in a restaurant and it's empty, you're like, oh, don't go in there. He was like, like, I'll give you what you want on the menu. Uh, And it was a kebab shop. Um, and a can of FS beer. So kebab. It was it was a variant of kebab, yeah. And he was like, "And I'll give you a beer." And we yeah. got it for one pound fifty. Wow! Right. So my friend goes back excitedly to the group, and he goes, uh, "Look, got us a place here. One pound fifty kebab, like kebab, any kebab you want, and um, and, a, and a can of beer." And wow. this guy turns around, and he goes, "Oh." Can you not bring the price down a little bit? So we were arguing from there on in. Uh, we were all looking at each other, like didn't have a lot of experience, Lucy Murray, with the club, the club circuit. I'll be honest with you. So we're like, look, what time should we get there? We're like, oh, you don't really want to get there before like 11, really. All right. Turned up at 11. No one in there. No one in there. Walked into a, and the guy looked at us kind of like, this is very strange that you've turned up here. And it was an open air nightclub. We walk into what looked like the Colosseum in Rome. Wow. And there was, and when I say there's no one in there, as in there was no one in there, we were the first four people to arrive. So obviously we were really embarrassed. We we're looking at each other like, this is absolute madness. So my- clubs in those types of places, they're like the end the place you go at the very end, aren't they? Well, if no, you've made it through all the strips. Exactly. Which we didn't know. We thought, pop in there, <laughs> get, get in there at 11, get our money's worth. So anyway, <laughs> so we, we turned up. Uh, only four people in. It was massive, this place as well. So we stuck out even more. They put some music on for us, which was ah! really embarrassing. And then so my friend was like, look, we'll, um, we'll get a VIP booth. Like we'll go and, we'll go and get a booth. Because at least if we're sat down, it will be we can sit down for the night and then we can join in when more people go. So anyway, so we're like, yeah, okay, it won't be expensive. Go up. It was seven hundred pounds for the <gasps> evening for a booth. So we were like, oh. So we spoke to them. They were like, do you want do you want the booth then? And we we're like, oh no no, we're we're all right. <laughs> Seeing as our mate has just tried to haggle down from one pound fifty for a full meal. So uh, we were like, oh, okay, we'll just get we'll just get four drinks then. So my mate was like, what oh, do you want? No. I, was like, I don't know what, what there is to drink. We ordered four vodka oranges as if Doc Cotton had come out with us. <laughs> right? And we couldn't afford the four vodka oranges. Oh. So we, real- we had to order four waters. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were sat on the side of the stage until people turned up. That We were at the, the, club, the, the club night began at about one they didn't put the foam on till about two right we left at eight completely stone cold sober went home you've just been drinking water all night just been drinking water no we had one water for the night because we could only afford one bottle of water we were rationing the water out as if a (laughs) war was going on (laughs) it was just ridiculous it was it was you didn't even leave hydrated (laughs) i was i was 
absolutely desperado for a water when we left, uh, <laughs> covered in foam, covered in foam. And the worst thing was is that it, this was back in the day where, like, so we had our digital cameras. Because obviously, you got to take a photo. I went to yeah. the biggest open air nightclub. I wanted that documented for the Facebook, Lucy Murray. Yeah. So my friend and I, it was me, me and my mate, and then my other two mates. We kind of became quite tribal during the arguments because there was a lot yeah. of arguments on that trip. Oh, that's the thing that happens in six form holidays. But huge arguments, like friendship yeah. ending arguments, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. And um, anyway, so that they, them two decided that they were going to get up on the stage as part of the dance act. They were like, look, we're on holiday. Come on. Like, if you're, you've had a couple of drinks, you might, but we're not. We're on, like, we're just on water. I'm, I was like, I'm not getting up on that stage. So two of them got on the stage. My friend and I decided not to. We began almost drowning in the foam. Like, you know, I'm not a very tall person. Someone had obviously left the foam on. So all of a sudden I'm neck deep in foam. It's like three o'clock in the morning. I'm parched because I've, you know, I've, I've had my water for the evening. I've got my Olympus digital camera, my wallet and my phone above my head as if I'm wading through the Amazon. Yeah. Wow. My friend and I looking at each other like we're not having a good time here. Turn to look at the stage to see one of our mates stack it on the stage and crack his head because foam everywhere. So Oh yeah. my goodness. And then obviously famously I then burnt half my leg off at the end of the trip. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a great trip. I knew my sick form holiday was gonna go wrong pretty much from the airport, if I'm being brutally honest with you. So We'd had a big argument, but my group of friends had already had a big argument before we went to, well, we went on holiday. I can't... Before well, you went exactly, to Barbados. Yeah, well, that's it. I think we must have argued that the, 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 uh, the trek through Uluru hadn't actually ended up going ahead. And instead, we were spending a couple of hundred quid going to somewhere no one else was. How is your mate on less than pound fifty a day managing well, to pay for so, Barbados? So, well, that's the, he. I, I genuinely think what really annoyed the entire four of us, well, the three of us, and um, what we were annoyed with him was because one of the suggestions he'd made was Tokyo, Japan for wow, a okay. sick form holiday. Now, I've been to Tokyo, Japan, it's quite a pricey trip. Yeah. You're Lucy not going one pound fifty kebab and beer, you're not going to go too <laughs> far on one pound fifty, all right? But he, um, he annoyed us pretty much from the airport, to be honest with you, because. I remember when we turned up, uh, we flew, I think, from Gatwick and it was like really, really cheap airline, you know, where it looks like mm. it looks a little bit like a three wheeled van that someone stuck a hang gliding kind of thing. on. <laughs> and so we, it was a really cheap trip, as of course it was, as all of these things are. I turned up at the airport and he had brought, we were away for a week. We didn't go as long as you did. It would have been the end of everything if we'd have gone for two weeks because very few of us were speaking towards the end of the week. Two weeks is too long. Two weeks is far too long for a, for a, for your first trip away with your mates. It's just too too long. Uh, but when we turned up in Gatwick, he he had his luggage in what looked like a lunchbox. It, it, he right. didn't look like he'd packed anywhere near enough stuff even for a week. It was a tiny little suitcase. And my friend turned around to me and said, uh, how much stuff has he actually brought? I said, well, it doesn't look enough. And then when we got on, um, we got on the plane, he tried to organize it so that we, we found out when we got to the airport that we were going to do three and one on the, 
um, on the aeroplane, which is never mm. good. You want two and two, no. don't you? And this guy yeah. refused to move and then promptly went to sleep, even though he got one of the three. So anyway, it, 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 we landed on bad terms, Lucy Murray. Yeah. We landed in Turkey on bad terms. Then we went and got the mince and mash man. And I remember being there on the first day thinking, this is going to be one of the worst weeks of my entire life. And it pretty much was. I won't lie to you. It was probably one of the worst weeks of my life. That's it. Well, after the success of um, half the group getting swine flu on the mm. sixth form trick, we decided to go on another girls' holiday the year after. Because the first one was such a success. Yeah, exactly. And we went to Falaraki this time. Perfect. <laughs> and was that was that five star or? <laughs> I think it was the same kind of deal. Vodka worm the whole vodka worm for one hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think again it was two weeks, and we went Lucy there. Murray, you're an intelligent woman. I, I know. We again had all kinds of arguments, as nineteen-year-olds do. I think it was two weeks. It might have been one. I don't know. Um, and I remember that you know we'd go out. I think we decided. Some of us wanted to go out every night, and they did. And I think, you know, obviously, at 19, you're, you're an adult by then. You know, you're a proper adult. So there's no reason so. to go out every single night. You have to save yourself sometimes. So some of us would, would stay in every other night. What Gemma Dale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we go chill in the pool, the pool area and have just How a couple of How much knitting did you get done? Did you get a lot of knitting done? Oh, well, I mean, I made, like... A cardigan and a scarf. A hazmat suit. Yeah. <laughs> for the next <laughs> outbreak. You never know. Um, and then I remember that we we were driving away on the last night. And we said, you know, as we were leaving, we were like, it's weird because we thought that Falaraki was bigger. Like it was more of a, a place. And uh, we turned the corner with our taxi and uh, found the strip. <laughs> and we, in fact, had been going on like a strip but it was about a third of the size maybe even a quarter of the actual strip yeah so and that you found that good. out as you were going back to the airport and we found that out yeah on the way back to the airport you're like ah so what kind of arguments were you having then because for me some of the arguments i had on my sick form holiday were some of the single best arguments i've ever had oh, see i can't remember any of the arguments i mean partly because I think I'm still friends with all the girls that we did go on the holiday with. So I think it's best for the sake of our friendship that we all block that out. <laughs> I am friends with only one person on that trip. I, 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 it, it effectively cost me two friendships going away for a wow. week. And we've yeah. been friends. So for context, the group of friends that I had, um, one particular one had been my friend since year seven. No yeah. longer speak to him. Uh, another guy I'd known since year eight, no longer speak to him either. Uh, and then the other guy is, is still my best friend. And in fact, next week when we talk about backpacking holidays, little plug for next week's episode, this, uh, the guy I'm friends with still, I've done 80% of my backpacking with him. Um, but yeah, it costs a lot of friendships. One of them was that, uh, one of the guys refused to wash for almost entirely the time we were there. And he became quite dangerously ill through lack of hygiene. What do you mean refused to wash? Like you were trying to push him into a shower and he was going, no! It looked a little bit like if you've seen the series Chernobyl. 
where right. they walk out and they're getting, you know, it looks a bit like a car wash. Serious question. Was he the Wicked Witch of the East? He was the Wicked uh, Witch of the West, I think. I think the West. Was... The East gets by the house, is it? Mm. Or the other way around? Yeah. I can't remember. He was the one that stank. <laughs> so whichever <laughs> one that one was. And he, the one so... that could not have water on their skin. That's the point. <laughs> He uh, he he wore the same T-shirt for about at least fifty percent of the of the trip, and what he was doing was turning the T-shirt inside out, which really annoyed me. That right? doesn't work. That it doesn't, doesn't work, work with a T-shirt. I mean, it doesn't work in general, but that particularly does not work with the T-shirt. I think he was patient zero of swine flu. I think he was the reason <laughs> why you got it. And then um, I remember one particular night we didn't go out because, you know, one of our budgets was similar to Greece's budget, I think. So, <laughs> so we, we stayed in one particular night and I remember three of us were around the table in our, what was like our kind of living room area. And we were going, hit, so the guy in question, the unhygienic guy was very ill um, mm. next door. And we were all going, oh, he's filthy, isn't he? Like, oh, it's absolutely disgusting. Why won't he ever wash? Not realising he was listening to every word that we were saying. The next morning, we sat down for what was like the Treaty of Versailles. We were sat down at breakfast having a full-on analysis where he was like, yeah, and I listened to everything. And we were like, yeah, and you stink. And we were like, do you know what? We're, we're four grammar school educated boys who've just completed our A-levels. And now we're having this discussion. Did you let um, everyone have their HDMI cables or did you steal any? Uh, I'm not sure HDMI was a thing. I'm, you know, this was. Oh, um, Scott Leeds. I'm say I'm quite old, Lucy Murray. I'm not even sure an HDMI was a thing at this point. Uh, <laughs> I know we had a big discussion about that. Another big discussion we had was someone uh, leaving pubic hair in the shower. Oh. Yeah, it looked like it looked like a Persian rug, and oh. uh, that was another big argument that we ended up having in the uh, in the sixth form trip gonna say it you have disgusting friends i got horrendously sunburnt as well i remember that was one thing that happened to me as well this was pre pre shisha burning um and we'd gone to this particular this particular beach i think it was bitter's beach or something absolutely beautiful beach and uh we turned up four pasty english guys um sat down uh on some bed i was reading the sebastian Falk's james bond novel that had come out that summer uh fell asleep woke up red raw wow and so yeah i found that a lot of the when you talk to people about sick form holidays a lot of them are similar to that it's sunburn mm. it's oh, yeah, I too much. Sunburn. yeah i don't think that i honestly i think that the drinks were so watered down in malia i don't think any of us got drunk i think we were all just so high on life <laughs> Yeah, and the no, arguments, the resentment. in the vicinity. Oh, yeah, and yeah, like random arguments. And, you know, it, it's exciting, isn't it? When you not near your parents, not near any teachers, do whatever you want. Well, I think that's when you realise the, the double-edged sword of freedom. Because yeah. when you first go, and don't forget, like the sick form holidays, the reason we're talking about sick form holidays in particular is because they just come post your exams. So yeah. you've got all of that tension that is then just like, oh God, like doesn't matter what I get now, I just got through them. And I remember, I think the majority of my exams for the choices that I'd made at A-level were three hour exams. So basically yeah. every time I was going into the exam hall, it was three hours. It was obviously relentless. Um, my requirements was something, because 
Exeter, obviously fancy university. I think it was like three A's or something to, to read literature there. So there's a lot of stress, a lot of pressure, not to say that there isn't any more stress or pressure depending whatever your um, offer is. And then you you get this week together or two weeks with your friends and you're just like, this is going to be my playground. Wherever it is, it's some far flung island. The islands that people go to, there's a reason that you don't go to cities and things like that. You go to these yeah. islands that are predicated almost entirely on tourism. Nothing, nothing there costs more than about a pound. And you definitely, it's none of these places that we've said, would I want to go to now? No, I didn't really want to go then. It's just no. that people <laughs> were saying to me, listen, mate, if you, want, if you want to be perceived to be cool by people that you won't speak to in a couple of years time, then you've got to go somewhere like this. So Shouldn't we, you have gone with the rest of your school then if you wanted to be cool? We were quite, yeah, but we, we're not, we've never been mainstream, Lucy Murray. You know, we were, as I said to you, you were just that podcast, cool. We were so cool that we went somewhere that no one else had even heard of. Honestly, I think so at one point. <laughs> that no one else had arrived at. Listen, Halakarnis was nothing before we turned up at quarter past eight that evening. Right? <laughs> no one had even heard of that place. It was, yeah, it was, it was one long nightmare after another. So anyway, if you are listening and you are thinking about your sixth form trip, you haven't missed a tremendous amount. No. But make sure um, that you check your insurance. Uh, try your best to put things in perspective. Always wear sun cream. Always wear sun cream. But yeah, the arguments that you're having about does it really matter who sits by themselves for a two-hour flight? Probably not. But always look to win every argument that happens. <laughs> that, would be, that would be the advice. The advice I'd give you. What whatever argument okay, so you have. Mixed messages then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Do do what you think is best. Well, there we go. Episode 12. Yes. Again. If you listen to the episodes back once a month, that's a whole year's worth of content that we've delivered you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Always, yeah. always thinking there. Yeah. And it's like six hours ish. Yeah. It's about six hours ish. Uh, we've, I think we've covered a, your time. Uh, <laughs> we've covered a lot of the main topics, I think. Yeah, you know, what exactly. time to get to a club in Turkey. Yeah, exactly. All the big ones. Um, and same as always, uh, classpodholes at gmail.com. Uh, classholespod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I put on a lovely little recipe that you had for ramen. So I wonder you if did. anyone's actually done that yet. That'd be nice. <laughs> if they've if survived has- it. <laughs> Yeah, someone's managed to cook the famous Preston ramen. Then um, another massive outbreak. Know. Yeah, let us yeah. know. Uh, next week we're going to be talking about holidays. Well, we're going to continue to talk about holidays, as we've already mentioned. Holidays part two. Next week we're going to look more at backpacking holidays. So we will yes. see you then. Lovely. Bye. Bye.